This article, I don't see. Yo, what's poppin', body, my boy, body? Yo, body. If I could have everybody if you want to know something that's essence of Yiddishkeit, if you want to know something that's essential of Yiddishkeit, please listen to this article. It sums up a lot of what we want to learn together in Yeshiva. It sums up a lot of what we want to acquire in Yeshiva. Please listen to this article. At Har Sinai, Hashem first hinted to us what it would be like to live Torah lives. He promised, you will be a kingdom of priests and a goy kadosh, a holy nation. V'atem tiyu, you are going to be for me, mamleches kaihanim, a kingdom of priests, the goy kadosh. You're going to be a holy nation. Now, 3,300 years later, what adjectives most accurately describe our daily experience? Many might sum up their reality with terms like harried or pressured. A few might describe their lives as generally joyous or fulfilling. A tiny minority might go so far as to say their lives are often moral or even heroic. How many of us feel that significant chunks of our existence are Kaddish, holy? Is it possible that we are unknowingly live lives of Kedusha holiness? Or are we a generation that has begun to lose contact with the very essence of what it means to be a Jew? Hashem promised us before Kabbalah's Atari, he defined what's going to happen. You're going to be a Mamleches Kaihanim, a nation of priests of Kaihanim, Vigoy Kadosh. I want a definition of Kedusha. Nothing farcical, nothing, oh, holy, what is Kedusha? Bachrim, I want you to hear this, focus well, love. Bachrim crave Kedusha, and people want to do things for Kedusha. What in the world is Kedusha? How do we have a lives of, of, of Kedusha? And Hashem promises us that the Torah life, He's telling us what's going to be. You are going to be a mamleches kaihanim, a nation of priests. The Goy Kadosh, you're going to have a life of Kedusha. What is it, Kedusha? What exactly, David? So we're going to hear this. David said, "Closeness to Hashem." Please listen to this article to hear what Kedusha, to further understanding of the goals of Yitzias Mitzrayim. What exactly is Kedusha holiness? A superficial survey of Talmudic sources lends the impression that Kedusha is the opposite of Tumah, spiritual impurity. However, this does not clarify matters much since we also feel difficulty defining Tumah in any concrete fashion. Rashi offers an extremely helpful clue to define both terms, Kedusha and Tumah. Don't miss this, Yak. Don't miss this. Listen to this. In his commentary in Shemais, Rashi reveals that Hashem spoke to the Goyish prophet, to Bilam, using Lush and Tumah, impure language. But he spoke to Moshe when Rashi, listen to this. He says he spoke to the 
This is not. This is in Vayikra. I, I apologize. In Vayikra, it says he spoke to the. In, it's the first pasuk in Vayikra. It says he spoke to the Goyish Neviim Biloshin Tuma. But he spoke to Maish Rabbeinu Alashin Chiba, an affectionate language. Rashi says the opposite of Tuma is Chiba. Isn't that instructive? We're used to thinking the opposite of Tuma is Kedusha. Rashi says Hashem spoke to Nevi'eh Agoyim Lemashal Bilam Bilashin Tuma in an in, in a Tamidic language. But to Maisha was a Lashin Chiba, affectionate. Both Chiba, affection, and Kedusha are the opposite of Tuma. It's worth it to be born to learn the Rashi. This is incredible Rashi. Thank you. Thank you very much. Listen to this Rashi. This Rashi is worth it to be born for. Always, Rabbi Sait, my father taught me when I was a little boy. Always, when you say, what is, tum, what is Kedushan? You start pontificating, saying your theories. Bring a proof. You can't just say anything you want. Bring Rabbi Chaim Shmolov, it's his Rebbe, always said that. Bring Bring a proof. That was his famous words. Bring a proof. So, at the beginning of Ayikra, Right at the onset of Ayikra, which we've begun. So Rashi says, Rashi says, Vayikra Moshe is Kadma Kriya Lashin Chiba. Before Hashem spoke to any time to Moshe, he first had an expression of love. It's a shayla amongst the Rishonim, what was the expression of love? Did Hashem say, sweetie, dear? Some Rishonim learn he said his name. Hashem said Moshe. It's an expression of love to say somebody's name. When you get on the cell phone, you don't say yes or hello. You say the person's name. You say Avi. Always say somebody's name. The Mizrahi, the Rishon, the Mizrahi learns the Chiba, the love to Moshe is before Hashem ever spoke to Moshe, he would say Moshe. There's a tremendous love in saying somebody's name. When I was dating my wife, she never said my name on the dates. So I said to the Shadchan, this girl doesn't know communication. She never said Daniel. So she doesn't know communication. So the Shadchan started laughing at me. She said she knows communication more than you. Girls are very sensitive. And she knows saying a name's connection. She doesn't want to connect to a boy yet. She wants to say first. So she won't say the name. She won't say the name. A name is a tremendous connection. Reb Nassim Vachvogel says, don't call your friend's wife by her name. You're not supposed to be close to your friend's wife. Your friend, not her wife. Reb Nassim says, don't say your first name. Call her Mrs. 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 So-and-so. Mrs. You say Mrs. What? No, on a day you're allowed to say a name. You're trying to make connection. You're talking about somebody else's wife. She, she went around. She never said Daniel. She didn't want to make that. She knew very well a name's a big connection. Hashem would say Moshe before he spoke. A name is a tremendous connection. Teenagers are not always sensitive. Very sensitive teenagers get this. When you speak to somebody, Shai, you say the name. A guy's name's a connection. We love hearing our name. We perk up when our name is said. A name's a connection. Maskim Zacharyan. The. Boy. The Kitzur Advarim is, so Rashi says, before Hashem spoke to Moshe, there was always an expression of Chiba, of love. Says Rashi, Avol Neviyei but by Neviyim of the Goyim, Hashem appeared to them, Belashen Arai V'tomo. 
in a language of Tumah. Temporary. There wasn't this theos, this connection. Says Rashi, Tumah to the open myself. I want to hear this Ari. And the opposite is Chiba. Whoa, this is, this is instructive. The opposite of Tumah is a lush and Chiba of connection. Chiba, love. Yes, Ari. That's cute. Sometimes I know my Rebbe, right, Brown Schlitter, it's a going betera. He has a nickname for every one of his children. I think the Pshad is like it does show affection. Like you're worthy of a nickname. Yeah. Very stoltzy to have a nickname. He has, he has a nickname. What? Right, Brown, my Rebbe had a nickname for every one of his children. And I felt they had a big pride. A nickname is the hot guy in camp as a nickname. He's, he's worthy, like everybody wants a name for him. So my Rebbe nicknamed everyone. Okay. Next. Chiba, this is an unbelievable discovery, have I said. This is so this is so attentive to Tyra. I don't know if you appreciate the sophistication, Hebra. How attentive to Tyra we're trying to define Kedusha. He found a Rashi who says Lashin Toma to the Umasailam, but Lashin Chiba to Mash Rabbeinu. Chiba, affection being the opposite of Tumah. Both Chiba and Kedusha are the opposite of Tumah. Therefore, affection and Kedusha must be related. Perhaps Kedusha is some sort of closeness or intimacy. Listen to this. Remaisha Chayim Lutzato reinforces this impression in the Messias Yisharim, our Sefer that we're born to learn. Messias Yisharim, the Waterbury Musa Sefer. The Ramchal says, he defines Kedusha, listen to the Ramchal's definition of Kedusha, as a state in which a person, even in the midst of performing those physical acts necessary to sustain his body, never strays from the highest intimacy. According to Ramchal, Kedusha is a state in which there are no distractions. It is an experience in which two beings become so fully united that all else is irrelevant. If you ever see two newlyweds somewhere giggling, they don't know where they are. Everything's irrelevant but the other person. If you see two close people talking, they talk, nothing else is Nigeya. If you watch two people talking from the cell phone age and every two minutes looking you watch two close people talk they're not, they're not nothing else happens in the conversation the world's dead it's just the two people says says Ramchal that Kedusha is an experience that even when people are doing physical acts necessary to sustain his body he never strays from the highest intimacy with Hashem it is it is the it is the state described by David HaMelech my soul clings to you if Kedusha's intimacy, then its opposite Tumah would be distance and disconnection. Lashon Hara, speech that destroys relationship, is inherently Tumah, impure. During the Torah's times, the act of impure speech produced visible wounds, saras, requiring quarantine and ritual purification. You became Tumah from Lashon Hara. 
What does Lashnar, impure speech, have to do with Tumah? Tumah is things that destroy relationship, disconnect, because Kedush is intimacy. Similarly, whenever a human ovum or a sperm is discharged separately, instead of coming together to form a new unity, there is Tumah. When body and soul part, there is Tumah. In a common far deeper than we likely comprehend, the 14th century Mekubal, Rabbi Menachem Rikanti observed, the Rikanti, he says the following comment, Kedusha is the preservation of the unity of the worlds, and Toma is the troublemaker who, separ- who separates closeness, close ones. The reference, that's what the Rikanti describes Toma. Troublemaker who separates close ones. That's the definition of Toma. The reference to a troublemaker who separates close ones is borrowed from Mishlei. Litaiva Yevakesh, one who seeks taiva, nifrat, it creates separation. And classical commentaries offer various interpretations. According to Rashi, this is a gossiper who separates himself from Hashem. According to Ibn Ezra, this is one who inspires violence and causes a breakdown in all social relationships. According to the Vilna Gain, this is one who destroys a late relationship between a man and his wife. According to all, Kedusha's closeness, Tuma is distance. Paradoxically, we're describing Kedusha. Hashem says that a Yid who follows the Torah, the introduction to Maimed Arsinai is go- you're going to be a Goy Kadosh. A holy nation. What is Kedusha? I'm sorry, but Atam Tili will find it inside. Paradoxically. Contradictory. Is it in Yisrael, Vatam Tili? Parshas Yisrael. Paradoxically, paradox means a steerer, contradictory. Creating intimacy requires separation. Hevra, listen to this. Creating intimacy requires separation. First, we must remove all potential barriers between us and our beloved. In Vayikra, God proposes, be my holy ones. Rashi explains, if you separate yourself from the other peoples, then you will be mine. For marriage, a man draws a woman close through Kedushin, a process which forbids her to all other suitors. According to Ramchal, we, f- we take the first step towards personal by separating ourselves from those physical indulgences that would distract us from the one we love. The common theme in all these initial steps towards Kedusha is the removal of distractions and elimination of interference. Absolute connection requires two surgically sterile surfaces. Achieving Kedusha seems to be a two-step process. Ramchal explains, it's beginning is labor and its end reward. Its beginning is exertion, its end a gift. Its beginning with one sanctifying himself and ends with his being sanctified. By actively removing distractions, we create a space in our lives for real intimacy. All we can do is prepare the ground, the closeness that is Kedusha, be it between man and Hashem, between two human beings, between body and soul, the Holy One bequeaths, Hashem gives. It is beginning to become apparent why we might feel a lack of Kedusha in our lives. There is not a lot of space for intimacy. There is not a lot of room for closeness. Never has a generation been more bombarded with distractions, with troublemakers who separate close ones, in a word with Tumah. 
Sometimes we allow technology to get in the way of Kedusha. Once upon a time, women only had to battle the TV and newspaper for their husband's attention. Today, the internet holds the attention of all but the most devoted spouses. And palm pilots routinely scan the stocks and headlines in the middle of meetings. Cell phone and pagers, ostensibly created to enhance connectivity, follow us into restaurants, the shul, and most private quarters of our home, shattering the intimate moments that make life worth living. Sometimes we allow food to get in the way of Kedusha. We love sweet things, we love fattening foods. We use that word without realizing the frightening truth that conveys. Too often we are so distracted by the chocolate chip cookies that we don't notice the spouse who made them for us. Too often we are so distracted by the amounts of restaurants and products available to us and the experience they promise that we don't notice the real chef behind the banquet. Often we allow clothing, housing, career and an endless list of other troublemakers to come between us and real intimacy. Perhaps a normal Jew living in the 21st century can only experience Kedusha by stepping back from these distractions. It is possible that the ancient formula for achieving connection, Kedoshim to you, Prushim to you, through separation you can achieve holiness, never deserve more attention than in this most modern of generations. The sober reality is that we cannot have the best of both worlds. Selfish indulgence raised to the level of addiction interferes with closeness. Those involved in the treatment of alcoholics and other addictions, compulsive overeaters have long known this. We need to create more space and time for those whom we want to love. We need to break modernity's mesmerizing stranglehold so that we can refocus on relationships. I know a father and a son who went for a week, they both swore to each other, they're not bringing cell phones, and for the entire week they just spent a week together, they zero cell phones, no iPads, iPhones, nothing, no um, no devices, zero devices, they went on a trip together for one week. They removed all distractions for a Allowing connection. We don't we don't necessarily have to make sweeping changes in our lifestyle tomorrow. Indeed, almost without exception, real spiritual progress happens in little but consistent steps forwards. We cannot allow ourselves to be distracted by the enticing onslaught of progress and expect to focus simultaneously on a significant other. The pursuit of Kedusha doesn't demand we rid ourselves of cell phones and pagers, although it might require that we turn them off during certain crucial hours every day. If used intelligently, certain technologies like answering machines and voicemail services can even help create the privacy and quiet necessary for Kedusha to flourish. Breaking our food fascination doesn't require abandoning Chinese cuisine or Ben and Jerry's, but it might help to limit such indulgences to Shabbos, Yom Tov, and other simchas that help us focus less on the repast and more on God and our loved ones. Many Jews already concentrate their clothing purchases in the periods around the Yom Tovim. 
and more rigorous adherence to this regimen would free us from ritual puttering around the mall and chronic rifling through clothing catalogs and advertising supplements during the interim months. Although we don't need to walk away from a successful career in order to live a sanctified life, we might need to make room in our professional schedule for prayer, Torah learning, and perhaps even dinner with the kids. This is not an exhaustive or universally applicable list of recommendations. Neither can all of these be instituted at once. But we could make it a family custom to take one small practical step towards Kedusha every year. The effects of such a custom over a 10 or 5 or 10 year period are probably beyond anything we can imagine. Several years ago... A, sick, a secular single woman had a Shabbos meal at my family. It was Friday night. She sat very quietly watching us talk, laugh, and sing. At the end of the evening, she turned to me and with burning seriousness asked how I managed to have such warm relationships with my wife and children. Like many people growing up at this point in human history, this woman had never seen Kedusha and it shook her. The truth is that virtually every Jew has the potential for real Kedushin in his or her life. We have Shabbos, we have Yom Tovim. During these special times we do withdraw from distractions and try to focus more on Hashem and family. Kashrus limits our culinary indulgences. The intricate Torah system creates time and space for closeness. God told us you will be a kingdom of priests and a Goy Kaddish and we often experience the fulfillment of that promise. Now we would just like to experience it a bit more. If we make a courageous commitment today. Perhaps next year we will look back and declare its beginning was labor and its end reward. Its beginning was exertion, its end a gift. It began with our sanctifying ourselves and end with us being sanctified. Adkan. Rabbi Isai, this is the Yisait of Kedusha. It's the Yisait of being of Kirvis Hashem in Kriyashma. Could somebody please pass a seder? Thank you. That was Rabbi Kilmer. Beautiful. In Kriyashma, we describe the purpose of mitzvahs. You'll see the tzitzis, and you'll remember as kol mitzvahs Hashem, you'll remember all the mitzvahs, you'll perform them. Then there's a strange thing going on. It says, Rabbi, everybody get this a kasha from the Chavetz Chaim. The purpose of tzitzis is to remember the mitzvahs that perform them. Then it says, don't go after your heart and after your eyes. Don't see inappropriate things. That you tend you tend to veer after. Then it repeats again. It goes back, the purpose of tzitzis, in order to remember and do all the mitzvahs and be holy. Be holy to Hashem. Why did it repeat twice to remember to do the mitzvahs? You'll see them. You remember to do the mitzvahs. Then it says, "Don't go after." Then it says again, "Leman tiskeru." In order to remember, it sounds like kalish, repetitious. Leman tiskeru v'asikol mitzvaysay. Says the Chavetz Chaim, mitzvahs lead to Kedusha. Kedusha means intimacy. Mitzvahs lead to a connection to Hashem. You just did Hashem's command. The greatest connection, to do somebody what somebody likes. 
doing mitzvah sleeps the connection to Hashem. But one condition, you have to avoid troublemakers. The Rikanti said, Toma is troublemakers that, that cause separation. The purpose of tzitzis is to remember to do mitzvahs. But then there is a point to mitzvahs, to bring Kedusha. So says the Pasuk, Avoid things that separate you from connection to Hashem. Avoid troublemakers, distractions, all things that are separations to you and Hashem. So then it repeats again, Now you'll have the desired result. In order to remember and do mitzvahs, What will ensue is Kedusha. If you look at the tzitzis, you remember the mitzvahs. You avoid the troublemakers that, that stop Kedusha, that stop connection. Then you'll have mitzvahs, v'yisem kedoshim. And the purpose of mitzvahs, the tachlis of mitzvahs, the great connection to Hashem. What do we say every time we perform a mitzvah? Baruch atah Hashem, alekein malchaylam, asher kedoshanu b'mitzvahisa, we get kedosha. What's kedosha? Connection. Asher kedoshanu b'mitzvahisa. Kedosha, connection to Hashem, comes from mitzvahis. The one thing necessary to avoid troublemakers, then and only then when we avoid the troublemakers so the answer is that in order to get to the V'yisem Kedoshim so look at the tzitzis remember to do mitzvahs but make sure to get rid of troublemakers so that when you remember to do the mitzvahs it will bring to Kedosh you already said okay it's saying that this will bring to the Tachlis the V'yisem Kedoshim it's repeated it's the Dover Chiddush of the Chiddush for what comes out. Yes. He doesn't see the big problem. And I felt what he was up to, there was no way he could see. He, he wasn't working hard on a relationship to Hashem. That's something that, that says all different types of foreign ideas, distracts the relationship. If this same guy, I want him first, let me say that doesn't listen to Gosh music, start concentrating by dominating. This same guy would go on, a, on a, a whole attempt to get close to Hashem and would spend effort working on concentrating by davening. He would, he would stop the Gosh music automatically. He would say, I just, just, I'm just trying, I'm trying for a certain thing. These topics is a distraction. In not shooting for that and just hearing schmoozing, ripping Goyish music, why is it bad? It's only bad in context of what I'm shooting for. <laughs> Tom is only bad because it's a distraction from relationship. That's why I believe the Torah says, look at, why didn't they just say, don't go after bad? The Torah should have said the following order. Don't look at junk and the tzitzis reminds you to do mitzvahs and be holy. It doesn't say that. It says, do mitzvahs. Do mitzvahs. Strive for a connection. Ah, 
and striving for a connection, now I understand and that will allow the mitzvahs to form that's my point because you have to know about a connection and that has to be understood and explained when we just tell Bachem turn off cell phones all day there's no, there's no mashmois running after a connection to Hashem it is possible to have Kedush in your life we live in a generation that doesn't know about family closeness that doesn't know about friendship real closeness but real connection and closeness that doesn't understand two friends together your cell phone throw it in the garbage it is when you're with a friend this is the best thing for Kedusha when you're with a friend don't you dare look at yourself you're with your friend now schmooze your friend it has no place for an hour make a certain time I'm with my friend now why are you checking yourself why are you listening why are you buzzing yourself I'm with my friend be present I'm with my friend connection yes David um, I read an article by a lady that was Rev. Kellerman's fourth thing. We said. We said. We said. We said We said four factors for why people, what causes people to fall prey to addictions on the internet and other things. And I said three. His fourth factor is the social connection. And he says we're very, we're very weak at connecting. We're very weak at connection. And that's his fourth factor, 100%. 100%. Rabbi Saif, I summed up. Throw it in the lake. I wanna. If I, I wanna, I wanna try. It's it's difficult to describe what we're going to see over the next week, week and a half, to describe. Bachram that you're going to see, how do you describe people, successful people, successful B'nai Torah and a lot of them and the, the Nekuda the, the, the underlying Nekuda's connection the word connection is massively important it, we speak in yeshiva, connection the word connection is it, it's, it's tied into the word Kedusha, it's what Hashem promises a Yid, Kedusha connection, deep, deep connection, connection with his creator, connection with yourself connection with others this vert that, that I told you Mike Greenwald said at, his, at, at the graduation he, this is what he expressed, the connection to his Rebbe, that caused the connection to Hashem, that caused the connection to Torah, that caused the connection to Klal Yisrael I don't ever feel successful in Yeshiva if a Bukhar is not closer to his father, if he's not closer to his mama, we didn't do anything, we didn't succeed, if, well, if it's, the, it's the biggest litmus test is the person being true to Torah, our connections forming, the connections that have to be there. You're missing like the essence of Ruch 
Nachnius, if you don't have the connections. The connections to Hashem, the nuntness, the closeness. If I wanted to describe what I saw in Reb Chaim Brim, somebody was asking me at the picture on my wall. I was trying to, to explain Reb Chaim Brim. The best way I can explain it is he was, he was amazingly close to Hashem. You ever have a best friend? You're just like, you're poised with it. Like, how do you describe a friendship? That's what him and Hashem was. And the most comfortable, I'm not talking about force. He didn't wear it on his sleeve. He didn't, it wasn't forced. I was just talking to a Bacher dating last night and I told him that if the girl is too much forced on Ruchnius, she's too expressive at it, run away, be careful. I want to see that she's secure in it, that she doesn't feel the need to like show it to you a lot. That it's just who she is. Comfortable. His relationship to Hashem, you observed, they, just, they were best friends. It was, just, it was interesting. Like, I, I was close to a man whose best friend was Hashem. Hashem. Just the best friend, him and Hashem. They very. They were not like he wasn't like in our face about it. He wasn't. Like, it just was. Just him and Hashem. He was so numb, so deeply close. You know the impact of that being around somebody whose best friend is Hashem. You want Hashem. We all striving for kedusha, for Hashem to be a reality in our lives. Somebody who just was so deeply close to Hashem. His performance of mitzvahs was. So so joyous, was so precise, because he was doing Hashem's sevoy, is what Hashem wanted him to do. An unbelievable kesher to Hashem. That is Kedusha, connection. In an age when people don't connect with very much, when children aren't close to parents, when husbands aren't close to wife, the Kedusha has been, has been, Tumma has taken over. No connection. A guy wants to start with Kirvis Hashem, hang out with your friend and put away your cell phone for say for a half hour we're going to we're going to the pizza shop neither of us have any right to take out any device for a half hour if we don't know how to talk you probably don't so for a half hour you're going to have to figure it out for a half hour we're going to pizza together neither of us we're not having it it's not buzzing in our pocket it's not around you pull it out you break it neither of us pulls it out learn to have kedusha. learn to have relationships in the lake in the lake Learn to have relationships. Learn to avoid troublemaking distractions. People by davening lose their mind. They don't know how to just talk to Hashem and say Hashem's words and communicate to Hashem. You got to avoid other distractions and other noise and other and other things. Today is an age of diversion. People running for medication because just like the normal focus and connection, we don't know how to create and make, and we have to work on that connection. The satisfying deep connections that are supposed to be there, that have to be there. When you, what you will witness, what you will witness over the next week and a half, the siyata deshmaya, is people coming back who have connections very deep. They're back in yeshiva. It's ben azmanim. It is very very weird to go back to yeshiva ben azmanim. You're off party, but there are people who are connected, connected to their yeshiva, connected to Torah, connected to their families, connected to Hashem. Connection, relationship. In another word, it's called Kedusha. It's my, it, this song, the guys know I love this song, that Hashem promises you're going to be a mamlechas kehanim, a nation of kings, of priests, 
what that means we're not discussing this morning the Goy Kaddish a holy people a holy people means a connected people connected deeply to all the connections we're supposed to have connected I want every guy here to have a marriage the, the word marriage is like a dinosaur the word marriage is it's like un, un, it, it, it's hard to find I want you all to have marriages that you're very close to your wife best friends close connection it takes all the, it takes being true to Torah it takes understanding and it takes minusing a lot of distractions a lot of noise a lot of things that pull us here pull us there that avoid connection but we can do it we can the world of Avodah Hashem the world of Tarshmai Yisrael Hashem Lekeinu Hashem Echad closeness to Hashem is Echad is oneness is closeness is Kedusha Hashem took us out of Mitzrayim Lachem for relationship what we are celebrating it's yes Mitzrayim is connection relationship that's what we are celebrating I want to answer a question and close today with this question the question is that everybody's going to ask you on the night of freedom on the night of freedom Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim you celebrate by doing more mitzvahs than any night of the year bar none the most mitzvahs that's freedom the most elementary question and the simple thing is the night of peace and we say freedom is connection is the inner craving that every person has for connection there's not a person on earth who doesn't crave connection man's essence hates loneliness and he craves connection the night of Pesach the night of the ultimate intimacy connection to Hashem we became the Bonim of Hashem you see Mitzrayim the children of Hashem connection intimacy mitzvahs our connection the very word Sav means command but it means involvement it means connection. The very translation of Tzabsa's connection, involvement. The side of the night is connection to Hashem. The mitzvahs are our connection. There are commands, it's true, but there are connection. The connection to Hashem. He commands we do. Relationship. We are close to Him. That is mitzvahs. That's the mitzvahs. That's the emtsoi to dveikas Hashem. It's the way to connect to Hashem. To do with sivuyim. What do we say every time we do a mitzvah? Asher kiddushanu b'mitzvahisa. We've now learned. What's the definition of kedusha? Connection. How do we get a connection? Through mitzvahs. That is mitzvahs. Connection to Hashem. Asher kiddushanu. So all of a sudden on the night where the deepest desire of a human being connection is most realized it's a night full of mitzvahs to the shallow mind you have a night of obligations to the understanding mind we have a night of connections relationship so much intimacy with Hashem is a night chock full of mitzvahs 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 all night and make sure do your mitzvahs properly with joy with semcha with geshmak the mitzvahs so I want to study now we're going to stop Musar but we made a commitment that Beis Hashem, leading up to Pesach every morning, to learn about the mitzvahs. I want to study. I want to, till now we were talking about chametz. I have to get to the Lela Seder. Look over there, 
So I wanna I wanna share quick halacha. I went very long today. A quick halacha that I wanna share with the guys. Just we're talking about the mitzvahs. So I want you to have a little bit of an awareness of your mitzvahs. Bisman Beis Hamikdash. How did we perform the mitzvah of matzah? Bisman Beis Hamikdash. So Bisman Beis Hamikdash. It was a sandwich. It was a good steak sandwich. Matzah Murrah. We'll talk ashkafically a different day. Why this is so? But I don't want to talk philosophically. I want to get the what now? The halacha. The, what Hashem wants us. Bisman Beis Hamikdash. It was a sandwich. Matzah and Murrah were together with the carbon pesach. Al matzahs umiru. Bisman Beis Hamikdash, the matzah and mara were eaten together. So why don't we have a sandwich today? Why do we first do matzah and mara? Says the Gemara Psachim. Mara Bisman Azez only the Rabbana, not a Daraisa. Why is that? Because the only source for murder in the Torah is with carbon Pesach. Al The only pasuk to eat murder is with carbon Pesach. Today we have no carbon Pesach, but We don't have a Beis Hamikdash, so we have no carbon Pesach. To our dismay, we have no carbon Pesach. The glorious carbon Pesach, that precious assay that's chayiv kares for not performing. It, that precious assay we don't merit today. But so Marar is not the Raisa today, and we don't have carbon pesach. So Marar today is a Khiv Rabbanon. Matzah, there are two sources to matzah. Besides the Pasak al Matsum Rum Yachlua, there's a Pasak Be'erif Taichlu Matzais. Matzah Bismana Zezachiv the Raisa. So now my matzah is a chiyuv deraisa. My moror is a chiyuv derabbanon. You can't do a deraisa with a derabbanon. A derabbanon compared to a deraisa is like a dvarishos. A deraisa mandated by Hashem. A derabbanon is considered a dvarishos. It would be like eating matzah with bubblegum, chas v'shalom. It's, it's a hefsek. You can't have anything in your mouth that's rishos. Since moror bizmana zez we can't have the Durabana in our mouth with the matzah. So that's why we first have matzah, our daraisa. Then we move on to more our Durabana. But we want to do what they always did, the real din and the tires matzah more together. So next we make a sandwich. The Ramah says, and your families aren't going to know this, and don't say anything to your family, but you should do this. Don't talk. When you make the bracha, Asher Kedishonu Matzah, don't talk till after the sandwich. Your family's probably going to talk, because most people don't know this Ramah. Don't tell them anything. They're allowed to talk. It's not a chiyuv. But it's better. Just yourself. Just do your mitzvahs. So you want to do, the reason you don't want to talk is the best way of doing matzahs, matzah mara together. Kairach, that's the way it was done in the Beis HaMikdash. We have no right to do it together because matzah is the raisa, mara is the rabbana, but we want to do it the real way together. So what we do is, we have matzah first. Now I did my daraisa. But now I can't have matzah mara together because now matzah is not a chiv at all and mara is the rabbanan. I can't have bubble gum with my mara. So I do my mara. Now 
I did my Daraisa and the Rabbanon. So now I can finally do them together. Now they're on equal footing. I do them together. But because I want that bracha, Allah Chilas Matzah, to go on Kairach also, don't talk. Till after Kairach, better. It's a proper thing not to talk. It doesn't take long. You're anyway busy with mitzvahs. Who has time to schmooze? Who wants to schmooze? You're doing mitzvahs. Do your derais of matzah. Do your derabon on a murder. And then do it the way it was always done. Bisman beis hamigdash. The way the derais asked. Do your matzah and murder together. Ask the crazy but placey the following bomb cash. Yes, the crazy, but placey, the Ramah brings from the rush that if a person forgets to do a seba during matzah, if you did matzah without a seba, the dinder abundant to lean when you eat matzah. Ooh, will we talk about leaning, but not today. So the din to lean when you do when you eat the matzah, you have to lean. The dinder abundant to lean, derecheres. Dr. Rush, if you forgot to do matzah beseba, so midaraisa you were yaitzah, but midarabonon you weren't yaitzah, eat the matzah again. Do it again! Eat it again, you forgot to lean. Another kazayas. Frecht, frecht the crazy of a place. If you forgot to do matzah beseba, you should go right to Kairach. You should skip right to Kairach. Because why don't we do Kairach? Why don't we do Matzah and Marah together, Yitzhak? Because Matzah is the rice of Marahs. But if you forgot to do Matzah Beseba, now your Matzah is Drabanon. So now Matzah and Marah tie. Do it together. Beautiful cash on the rush. Fract of Yonis and Ibshis, if you forgot to do matzah beseba, you should jump right to Kairach. Because you do matzah beseba. Huh? Matzah and Murrah, now tied, they're both the Rabbana. Uh, somebody said that. Somebody said we should purposely do matzah below your seba. Like, <laughs> what? Because you could be the rice, you eat The seba is only the Rabbana. So now you have the Rabbana of, of, of matzah, the Rabbana and Murrah, do it together. Isn't it no, the only reason you couldn't do matzah and together is on different footings. But if you forgot to do a saber by matzah, now they're both drabonans. That's a shame of cash. The truth is with Tysis and Sukkah, we can answer from a Tysis to Gimel and Sukkah. This is Gishmak, it's Unzur Masech that you can answer with. It's, there's a Shtikel Mashmois to Gimel and Sukkah. It's a Prima God that says it's that if the rabbis tell us how to do a daraisa and you don't listen to the rabbanan, you're not yaitzim a daraisa. If the rabbanan tell us how to do a daraisa and you don't listen to the rabbanan, you're not yaitzim a daraisa. Taisis have gimel and sukkah. You're not yaitzim a daraisa if the rabbis will marshal. Midaraisa you have to make kiddush. Midarabbanan you have to do it ala kois. If a guy makes kiddush not ala kois, do we say midaraisa was yaitzim or he's still has his daraisa left. According to Taisus, the prima god, and you weren't yaitzim a daraisa. I, it's only the rabbanan to alkais, but the rabbis told you how to do a daraisa. When the rabbanan tell you how to perform a daraisa, and you don't listen to them, you're not yaitzim a daraisa. According to that, will be gishmak. That will answer the crazy places. Kasha. Since the rabbanan told you to do your daraisa matzav seba, if you don't do the seba, you're still not yaitzim a daraisa. Like bazaar, you can't go right to kairach. Now you still have matzav daraisa. Thank <laughs> you.
that is a short varalach of today. The Musa went so long, the Allah goes shorter to be continued. Let's get to Gemara.